Hola, this is Jackie B, the host of Five Minutes of Real Life Shit. Today's topic is about being a kid of immigrants, which, by the way, is my proudest title in life, and I cannot emphasize that enough. Growing up, Bobby was not present for after-school activities, sport games, concerts, summer activities, all kinds of activities, because he was always working. My parents made an agreement between themselves that Bobby would be the breadwinner, mommy would stay at home and do homemaker shit. He wasn't working one job making six figures. He was working multiple jobs that barely made six figures. On the other hand, mommy was always present. There were four of us, so sometimes activities would overlap, but mommy always showed up and she showed up on time. I really do believe they both are superhuman. (laughs) Despite Obapi not being present, I still felt his presence. There was food on the table. There were clothes on our bags. We never missed a Carvel cake for a birthday. And all this was possible because my parents worked hard together as a team to make sure that we had the best that they could provide. And I'm in forever in debt with them. I don't think I can ever repay them in this lifetime, in two lifetimes, maybe 10. As I was becoming a teenager, becoming an adult, I watched firsthand my parents make something for themselves without fully knowing proper English. Every milestone, every achievement they achieved on their own always amazes me. And it adds a lot of pressure. (laughs) I do believe that is a first-gen syndrome because we have seen our parents sacrifice a lot for us. And because of that, we generally apply a huge amount of pressure to make it in white America. There's no other option. The only option is to show our parents that their sacrifices were worth it. At some point in my career, I was working at a bank for over a year and a half when one evening I get a 15 minute invite to meet with the new head of branding the following day. And I said, what the fuck is this? (laughs) My gut feeling was telling me uh, this is not a normal meeting because I met with her two weeks ago, said what I said, and neither of us asked for a follow up. I had a feeling I was going to get let go. And sure enough, the next day came, I got my notice. I got my notice. I got my severance. Then the first gen guilt sinked in. And so I waited for lunchtime and I called them to share the news. I was in shock and my mom knew something was wrong. And I told them, me dejaron ir del trabajo. I explained I wasn't the only one that they let go. And it wasn't based on performance. It was based on reorg. But at the end of the day, I didn't have a job. There was silence. And till this day... It sometimes makes me teary-eyed. I followed up and said, I let you guys down, and I'm so sorry for that. Bobby's the type to lighten the mood, always. And he laughed and said, well, tu eres nuestra hija. You'll figure this out, but for right now, go buy yourself some ice cream. (laughs) And though I knew I would be okay, Comparing what I do for a living versus what my parents did, which is more labor-intensive and time-consuming, and this was really out of my control. However, here here I was. For the first time, I couldn't keep a fucking 9-to-5. I always say my successes are mine and my parents. My failures are my own. And even though I knew I would figure shit out, I still felt I failed them in that moment. Any kid of immigrants can relate to what I'm going to say, we feel we don't have the option to fail ever. However, when it does happen, because life happens, 
we know we'll get through it because of what is in our blood, our parents' bloodline. But still, it it really stings and sucks when it happens. Later that evening, mommy calls me to tell me that she's proud of me and not to worry. Worst comes to worst, I'll have to take a break from eating sushi. (laughs) But there will always be tortillas con frijoles at her house. She did say maybe the next job to focus on finding a job that brings me happiness, but she also knows I may never be happy in a nine-to-five, but it will fund what makes me happy, and that can work too. Well, five minutes really goes by quickly. My time is up, and I'll catch you next time. This is brought to you by Damn Girl Damn. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. 